Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 40 Before Noon podcast. Today, we are joined by none other than Chew Boy. What's going on? How are we doing? I see one guy's in a fucking car, so this is definitely <laughs> professional. Um, this is how you doing. One guy's got fucking Super Mario behind him. These guys are clowns. All right. Thank you so much. We're 18 (laughs) seconds into the fucking podcast at this point. Uh, For those of you guys that are watching on Spotify, you can see that Zoo is currently sitting in a car in the middle of Idaho. And honestly, you're saying it's not professional. These are the lengths we go to to get the fucking podcast out. All right. Zoo, give us some background on where you're at. Uh, So I'm visiting my girlfriend in Idaho. Uh, Fucking mountains everywhere. I guess Wi-Fi doesn't exist in 2022. It's pretty hard (laughs) to achieve here. So I had to go steal the government uh, Wi-Fi. Bonner, Boner Community, literally is what it's called. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. These Canadians, man. <laughs> All right. Well, what's kind of funny is we just found out before the whole podcast started because Chew's trying to keep up with his physique. Is that <laughs> Chew, uh, his cousin, went to high school with Zoo? Yeah, and actually, which is wild too. Yeah, like we the same. Everything. Were you the same grade? You had to have been, yeah, right? Same grade. Gra- uh, graduated together. Like, I threw, like, the graduation party, and, like, he was there. Like, he was mm. at the same thing, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, pretty nuts. Yeah. A little bit of disgust on Chiboy's face right here. <laughs> no, no, it's not disgust. It's, it, it's cool. It's just, it's funny because it's, like, you know, watching him grow. Shout out to Azuka if he's watching. I'll send him, I'll send him this, uh, yeah, shout send out. this link to him. Uh, but it's just funny because, like, I've just, I've seen, I've seen, you know, I saw him when he was born, like, the day... I think I met him when he was like one years old, you know, used to like, he was a troublemaker. He used to like get on a lot of us, uh, a lot of our nerves back then. He knows what he's talking, uh, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, but it's just crazy to see him, you know, last time I saw him was like a couple months ago and he's like taller than me now, you know, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's um, doing, I guess he's really good at sports. His whole family's pretty good at sports, to be honest with you. So it's just crazy to hear someone else from outside of the family talk about him. Cause I've just never had that interaction. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right. We'll give a little uh, backstory on how me and Chu met. Do you remember the first time we met? I had to think about it. <laughs> ah, y- y- let me tell you a funny story about the first time we met. Oh, Jesus. Here we I, go. I tell again. a lot All of right. people. So um, for those who are listening, uh, you know, my name is Chu Boy. I'm a FIFA content creator as well. Same thing Buck Army does streaming YouTube. Uh, I live in Toronto uh, from Canada, but also I was born in Nigeria. I'm originally Nigerian. But you know, I was getting to the uh, the Twitch thing, you know. Twitch is where I really started off. I used to work at EA Sports, quit, and then started doing content. And I was doing Twitch, and, like, there's something uh, something funny. Is, uh, uh, there's something funny about Twitch where it's, like, I started to notice that people like to – the people that watch you like to support you from the bottom. They, they feel like they want to help a guy coming from the bottom, you know, starting up. So I, I used to see this guy Buck Army like stream every now and then. Like I used to just like tune in. This is I want to say. So I started in 2015. This is about 2017 when we met, uh, or 2016. When was that Twitch? Uh, I think it was. I met? think it was 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 2017. So I've been watching Buck on and off, you know, um, and I thought this guy was like no offense, Buck. I thought he was like the poorest kid ever. Because the way he would talk on stream would be like, guys, man, I mean, thanks for the donations. At least we can, like, you know, eat lunch today, stuff like that. So I'm like, bro, is this kid, like, in poverty right now? Like, what the fuck is going on? But when I met him in person, dude is just like, dude, dude's living life. Dude's in London. Like, he's, he's living regular. I'm just, like, looking at him like, what the fuck is – I swear I thought this kid was, like, starving. <laughs> what I like realized – <laughs> What's that? He dresses like it. You fuck <laughs> off, yo. I mean, he might dress like it, right? But then what I realized is that that's how you have to be on Twitch. He figured it out long before I did because, like, my problem, you know, with content is I'm way too honest in life. So, like, I don't like to clickbait. I don't like to, like, pretend like I'm something I'm not. I'm very bad at, like, asking for money. Because that's essentially what Twitch is. Like, you're getting people to ask for money. Back in the day, it was very like, oh, my God, you're so greedy. I don't know. Buck probably remembers, like, 2015 days. It was like, even when YouTubers had merch, it was considered kind of greedy. Now, it's, like, normalized, asking for subs. Like, you can literally just be like, guys, hey, sub for five bucks. What's going on? Are you guys crazy? Yeah. Like, I watched Los Poyos, a good buddy of mine, great streamer, my favorite streamer of all time. And he's just like, guys, if you don't want to ask, fucking sub right now. Like, you know, in a joking way. And that's normal. And so I meet Buck, and I'm just like, yeah, this guy's obviously, like, living, like, a normal, pretty good life. But, yeah, he figured it out before me where it's, like, people want to see 
a Twitch streamer. They want to say that they helped the Twitch streamer get up. They want to say that, you know, I helped this guy's life versus me. I'm acting like, oh, I'm doing fine by myself. I'm very proud. I'm way too proud. And You're like, in the wrong fucking industry, bro. Yeah. And, 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 and it fucking hit me. I'm like, yo, am I built? Like, I started a question. I'm like, yo, am I built for this? Like, because I have way too much pride for this industry where you definitely have to like look at yourself in a different way to like make it here. And so that's what Book Army taught me when the all right, time I This met. is where I'm going to fucking cut into this conversation, <laughs> all right? Not all of us were 40 fucking 7 with a corporate job beforehand, okay? So no, <laughs> what ended up happening was I told my mom I had 6 months to prove that I could make this like a career. Ah, that's what it was, okay, okay? okay? So the whole like oh yeah, we can eat money today, yada yada yada. I went on every single fucking day and I had to make $100. That was my rule, dude. I didn't get okay, off. I'd stream thanks, like 12, thanks. 13 hours until I made $100 just so my mom wouldn't make me go get a fucking corporate job afterwards. That was the whole <laughs> thing, dude. So, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, my mom's cooking me breakfast this morning. Like, you know, like, come on, dude. Like, no, that's no, not no. how it goes down. No, you you taught me like one of the most important lessons in content creation. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, it, it was literally when it all started to hit me how, like, I have to see this differently because – Honestly, like I was talking about this to another content creator. Um, uh, I don't know if I want to. I guess I can name him. Maybe you can cut it out. But it was Mike LaBelle. I hung out with Mike LaBelle last week. Yeah, he's been on it. He's been on the pod. Yeah, and like the thing we were discussing, we were just like, because dude, we uh, Mike's a great guy. Like me and him, like we were talking to like three a.m. Like just like we're gonna go out, but we just end up just like chatting in his apartment. I was checking out his new apartment. That's the most old person thing I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. And like, well, you know, we're, we're in our thirties. PM already. Yeah, you know, um, because, Stay in, boys. I mean, to all the viewers, let's be real. I look twenty five, but you know, I'm thirty six, thirty five. Oh god, I'm turning thirty six. Um, but you know, when you start talking about thirty year old shit, like property, real estate, that kind of thing. But then we're just talking about Cialis for daily use and shit. Cialis, <laughs> Viagra. Um, how much to take? So we were just talking about like. Because for him, you know, he's you see Mike, he's living the New York life. I mean, Mike doesn't look like he needs any help. And then he was like, yeah, but that kind of hurts my Twitch because, like, people don't feel like they need to support me because, like, I'm, I'm in the million-dollar apartment. I'm in the – I'm wearing all the cool clothes. I got all these – he's got hundreds of shoes. And I'm like, that's true. I, I, mean, I guess people, <clears throat> when they look at me, they're like, oh, this guy used to work at a corporate company, EA. Why would we need to help this guy? Like, this guy always seems like he's living a good life. Why do we have to help this guy? He's always meeting like footballs. Do we have to help him? Like he already met them before. So it's just very interesting how content creation is in this space. I've literally, I've yelled at Mike about that before. And that's why I don't really feel bad. Like saying his name on the podcast. I'm like, dog, I'm like, stop fucking posting whenever you get a new pair of shoes. I'm like, why would I'm like, bro, this, this kid's $5 donations, not going towards the, I got it bullshit from Nike, dude. Like it's not happening. bro. Exactly. Oh. It's so funny how Twitch is. It's like people, yeah, they just don't feel like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of there's that argument that like, oh, do you know, do girls have it easy on Twitch? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I don't know if you saw that thing with Amrath where like literally she had a stalker for like a month. Yeah. Camp outside her house and like could have killed her. Like that's not easy, obviously. Like as easy it is for someone who's hot, quote unquote, easy um, in Twitch. Uh, because I, I think that, you know, if somebody finds someone that's like very, very attractive on Twitch, it's a girl, they get more sticking power versus like when he, a viewer sees me and Buck, there's like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. I guess open some fucking packs, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. but then, you know, when a guy, I mean, obviously Twitch has a lot of, it's a lot of males, a lot of, you know, gamers probably don't talk to a lot of girls. So they see a girl very hot. Oh my God, I can, this is my chance to support a girl. Oh my God, I can support her. Oh my God. Yeah, she like needs get her help. attention and stuff. Yeah. Like I can get her attention, that kind of thing. Um, so it's interesting how that works when it's like a girl that's attractive. Again, I actually, cause for me, I'm a big, uh, I just don't like, I won't say I'm a big private privacy person, but I just, you know, stalking or like people knowing where I live and this and knowing where, if I can't feel like I can go somewhere that really bothers me just because, you know, Oh, somebody might be there, or this person is being a weirdo. So on that end, for like the girls on Twitch, I actually I don't say I feel bad for them, but like I for me that's like a big negative to it that I, I can I can definitely understand. Well, I have a question then. I've never asked this to Buck even too. Like, have you guys had a weird Twitch follower? Like any like weird like yeah, story Buck, about Buck one? Probably. I have. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I have a lot I of count. Them. I could count as one, kind of in a weird way, but, but <laughs> a weirder one, like 
I had one where I swear I told this before, but um, this guy was. I've never had like. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had fucking. There's weird people on my stream. Like they used to go into your stream too. It's like the Bucks Uncle account and shit, dude. Yeah. Like, there's like an, an army of an army of people that pretend they're related to me and yep. have sex with me. That's all they do, bro. And it's just like I'm like, all right, man. Uh, but they're funny. There was one like legitimately weird one I had where he called the. This is why I swear I told this one. Um. He called the uh, the Colorado Rapids on me because apparently, like, this kid was not stable. Like, there's no way this kid was. He said I was mocking, um, like a tr- like the Liverpool thing where the fans died when the oh, stand no. broke. He oh. said I was mocking it because this guy came on my stream while I'm playing Fortnite, right? And he's like, "Tomorrow's the the anniversary of this." I'm like, "Yeah, dude, it's it's really really fucking sad." Like, I get that. He's like, yeah, like, he's like, fuck you. You're not a real supporter. I'm like, okay. Like, here we go. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, man. Like, you know, like, let's take it easy. Gave him like, I usually never give people a chance. I gave him like one more chance, right? Because I could tell it wasn't all there. And um, now he's like, no, like, fuck you. You fucking, I'm like, okay, banned, right? Goodbye. Dude, I get a call from the HR at the Colorado Rapids the oh next my day. God. And they're like, hey, like this guy said that you were mocking people dying online and that he's going to be going to the news. And I'm like, dude, oh the guy's a God. fucking psycho. And then I got a DM from him on Instagram saying like, saying like, I'm going to the news. Like you're fucking screwed. Your career's over. I'm like, bro, I got like 60 viewers, man. Like get off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> it is over. I went to Fortnite, bro. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I never heard that. I don't think you ever told that before. Yeah, no, it was, it was fucking weird. And I tried, I don't know, with like a lot of the weirdos like that, um, you can't give him the attention. Like I can yeah, tell the yeah. story four years later because the guy's gone now, you know. But if they were being fucking weird, then yeah, and they go listen to the podcast the next day, they won and they're back with a different account. So that's true. Yeah. Shoot, do you have one? Um, I mean, obviously, every now and then, you, you like you just get a weird, you get some weird racist shit every stream, pretty much on Twitch. Which is the weirdest ones are the guys who like they'll say normal shit. Like you go and check their chat history. And then they'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. Just because, like, I didn't, like, answer a question. And it's like, end bomb. It's like, dude, like, you were literally normal, like, a week ago. So yeah, it's kind of like you that get sucks. that paranoia thing where you're just like, wait, anybody who's cool now, low-key could be that. But that's just something I've experienced in life, in real life, um, where, like, you'll have a friend. Then you hear what they say on Xbox. You're just like, what the fuck? But yeah. the weirdest, I would say, it's not even that weird. Nothing to Buck's degree i would say it was just um it, i always like it when people recognize me in person I, I absolutely love it but it's weird for me when people see me but then they take a picture from afar but don't come say hi so like i was in Times square once a few years ago and the guy was like 10 feet away from me like just snuck a picture and like 30 minutes later he's like hey was this you i'm like yeah dude you're standing right next to me what the fuck just say hi like that's, <laughs> the, that, that's the only weird thing for me is when people do that. Oh, it's not too bad then. Nothing terrible. It's not too bad. I had a really weird one where someone in real life, when I signed up for like the rally, like the soccer team I did, where I once again, I can talk about now because like two years ago, the dude, I show up to like, I show up and get the whole team together. We got the camera, everything right. And this dude comes up to me. He's like, he's like, what are you going to do with that camera? I'm like, like film the game like, you know, like he's like well, we're gonna post porn? it yeah. i'm gonna fucking get my dick out in the field bro um, i'm like i'm like we're gonna film the game he's like where are you gonna post it i'm like probably youtube i'm like you know like i i kind of play video games we're just gonna try this out he's like yeah i know who you are and just stares at me like this <laughs> and i'm like okay i'm like well good luck man he's like yeah and just stickers. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And all my friends were there, and they're like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, dude, get this fucking guy away from me, bro. I'm like, I'm good, dude. Did you play so, him? Yeah, though? we played. We played him at the end of the season, dude. And he, he I think he tried his ass off. We beat him like four zero. So it's like, oh, fuck him, dude. But yeah, no, it was like this. It was like this 35 year old not calling you out. It was an older man, not nearly as it, you know, in physical form as Chu is. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was fucking strange. I also That's got hilarious. recognized by a mom, dude. At the, hey. uh, at the Colorado Rapids game, which there is pretty go. funny. Wow. Yeah, don't yeah. fucking wink at me, bro. Right? <laughs> I recognize my mom, eh? Oh, this guy likes the, the cool. Bro, I was walking. No, and the, the worst, she was attractive. I'm not going to lie. She totally was. I was walking out. I was pissed off the Rapids loss. And uh, I had, like, the streaming gear with me. And she, like, hops right in front of me. 
And she's like, hi. And I'm like, oh, I'm in my head. I'm like, fucking finally. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm like come on, man. Um, and uh, she's like, I know who you are. I'm mm. like, I'm like, okay. She's like, yeah, my son watches you all the time. Like, thanks for entertaining him. I'm like, you're welcome. And then she's like, all right, have a good day. I'm like, all right, goodbye. And that was that. So. Be like, you need some entertainment? Or? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, I mean, fucking hell. Like, did you ask her if she, if the kid needs a new dad or something? Bro, I've been, I'd have been called by HR enough at that point. That oh, I felt yeah, like hitting on, <laughs> hitting on a Rapids fan at that point probably was not the move. Yeah, could you not molest a Rapids fan? I mean, I was always happy that you went to Denver that time. I, Denver's one of my favorite cities in the U.S., but uh, I know you're living. You were living outside of downtown. I was like, "Fuck, just stay downtown." Man. Bro, I was That's living crazy. in a fucking bunker, dude. It was terrible. Yeah, That's when I really should have like, been asking he, for he money. Was off the rails. You were off the rails. I was. Yeah. All right, I we're gonna transition this a little bit because I haven't told Zoo the story because I thought it would be really funny if you told him. Um, when you were here, you shared with us the uh, the Joel Embiid story and how oh. the, how it started and unfortunately how it finished. <laughs> I Is actually something did, you're fine saying on like on camera. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like, the, cool. the, there's, there's a bit of an update to it actually afterwards. All right, that's, that's good. Yeah, we'll take that. Let's do listen so, to this shit though. It's so good. So uh, I'm a big basketball fan, you know. Um, and then, I mean, you know, my my main platform is Instagram for FIFA stuff, and like those, I think maybe FIFA 20 or so was when like things were really starting to take off, and then I started to notice like really famous people were following, and like uh, I think the first one, my sister was like, "Yo, why?" Why does Trevor Noah follow you? I'm like, wait, what? What? And then I was checking, yeah. Huge. And Trevor Noah is absolutely insane at FIFA. I still have not beat him, by the way. He's literally could be a pro if he wanted to. I would never joking. know he'd play FIFA. This is not he's insane. Type. Yeah, when you like, he's probably the smartest person I think I've ever met. Uh, he's one of those people that if he just sets his mind to a thing, he can just figure it out. He, he got out of the first it. round of one of the the pro tournaments I watched. I think. Yeah, I was casting like, a pro tournament. Yeah, he beat a pro. Yeah, he yeah. beat a pro. Um, nuts. Yeah, he's insane. Um, so there was that. And then I also noticed, like, someone pointed out that Joel Embiid liked a picture. I'm like, oh, shit, Joel Embiid? Like, you know, African basketball player. I'm African as well. And arguably, like, top five basketball players right now. Or even oh, yeah, time. for sure. Definitely, right? So I'm like, oh, shit. So, like, I was just messaging him back and forth, like, hey, you know, let me know if you need anything. And so, like, I would help him, like, manage his club, you know, uh, you know when he's, like, not – I guess when he's like, sometimes he was playing like <clears throat> in the playoffs and I'm helping him like do like SBCs and stuff like that. I'm just like watching him on the playoffs being like, wait, what? like, is this actually happening? Like, she became a pack bitch, dude. He's like <laughs> going to player picks and stuff. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> for Embiid, I don't care. I would too. For, for, for Embiid, I mean, uh, I mean, screw it, man. Or like, I'll just help him like figure out like, uh, cause you know, I'll, I'll give like tips on which SBCs to do. That kind of thing. So I'll tell like, oh, this one's good. Or like, if there's a promo coming up, I'll just be like, yo, like, there's a promo. So like, don't oh, yeah, say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a follower. I've seen the post. That's yeah, seems. exactly. Right. So like, I'll just give him like tips here and there. Um, and of course, uh, we did a we did a quick video together, like over FaceTime. Uh, so we really appreciate appreciate that he did that. Um, posted on IG. It was cool. And then you know, I I was kind of talking. And Bede's a guy that obviously every if people know him. He, he's a basketball player that talks a lot of smack. Like he's known for the, his antics on the court. Oh yeah, the dude does like hilarious things. Like the guy trolls on the internet nonstop. So you know in the video, like I'm trolling back because I got the Toronto hat because I was telling him I was at the game where Kawhi made the shot over him. Oh, and he cried. And, like, <laughs> yeah, and he was crying. Right. So like yeah. we joked a bit about that. I was like, Yo, look at the hat. Look at that. Don't. I was like, Don't ever come to my city. Without me, without checking in, that kind of thing, because we own you, yada yada yada. And he was like laughing it off. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, I, we, can, we can joke around that. That's cool. Um, and then you know, um, we started. We we're still texting and everything, but then the two-year anniversary of the Kawhi shot comes up, right? And I see a tweet, and I send it to him. I, I clip it. I send it to him, and I'm like, yo, happy anniversary. And then literally never replied to a text from me for like a year. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck, I thought I could joke about it with him. But oh. I guess like, I guess he like, it really hurt. Cause I mean, he was crying. I mean, this guy wants yeah. to win a championship, but I was like, but this guy trolls all the time. Like we would even play pro clubs with some other, cause he plays with some NA pros as well. Like even in the pro club session, this guy is roasting my dumb ass. Like this guy's like, don't pass the chew, choose trash. And we're laughing it off. So I'm like, yeah, this is how, you know, I can fuck around with them. Whatever. It's cool, right? 
But then I dropped the happy anniversary thing. I'm just like, oh, fuck. I'm like, damn it. The text Set looked up. like a bad breakup. I'm going to be honest. Two <laughs> showed him, dude. It looked like, babe, like, please, like, respond. Like, oh, my no, God. No, no, this guy's lying. This you guy's lying. Texted? You double texted? Bro, I, like, Hold quadruple texted. Not in that instance, but, like, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, like, it's like, okay, I said the anniversary thing, and then, like, Maybe like a week later, I was like, you know, because again, we used to talk about promos and stuff. So I'm, I'm sorry. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I'm like, bro, like, are you? I was like, yo, did you get anything for team of the season? Nothing. And then oh. FIFA's coming up. So this is like June, July, right? And then like it goes on to like, I don't text for like a month. And then I'm just kind of like, uh, yo, bro, did you get the new game? That kind of thing? Nothing, nothing. So it leads to like, I think I hung out with Buck in, uh, in uh, Arizona, like what, February? And then that's what I showed him. And he's just like, oh, dude. But then right after I hung out with Buck, uh, I was hanging out with Los Pollos. Um, like I mentioned, like my my been my favorite streamer since the start of Twitch. And we're hanging out, and then I was telling him the same story. And he was the only person I've told the story to like four people, and he was the only person that was like, because even Buck was just kind of like, oh, that sucks, you know, like straight up. But Los was like, yo, that's like really mean what you did. I was like, wait, really? He's like, because Los is, uh, went to high school with Ben Simmons. And he was like, yo, that's like me making fun of the fact that Ben Simmons, like, missed that layup. Like, didn't take that layup yeah. in, like, the playoffs last year. And I was just like, shit, that's true. Fuck. I was like, damn, man. So I actually texted him right the day after. I texted him being, I'm like, hey, you know what, bro? That was OD. That was too much. Like, my bad. Like, you know, whatever. Like, good luck in the playoffs text back like the same day i was like i just had to apologize uh and then yeah we texted like every now and then because this is like in the middle of the playoffs i didn't the, the most recent playoffs okay so i didn't want to like bother him too much but then he played uh, a game he played uh the raptors and like the raptors crowd really like does not like him right yeah so i think he was just kind of like in the zone but like i had to see close to the um to where the players come in and out he saw me at the end of the game, just gave him a fist bump, and then that was it, really. So, But I don't think I'm really going to bother him much, to be honest. Because like, I, I won't lie to you, interacting with, like, really famous basketball players and soccer players, like, you don't want to bother them. Like, I just feel weird for bothering them. I don't know about you. Because I know you know CJ uh, Zoma, like, but for me, I don't know. I just, I'd rather just not bother them that much. No, I'm the same way. If you don't have to text them, you don't really text them. And then yeah, if, you, exactly. if you need to, you do. And that's pretty much it. Have exactly. you had, um, I know you were asking it earlier, Zoo. We were thinking about asking the question. Have you had any instances with like soccer players you've gotten like close with at all or no? Um, soccer players. There are a lot of like <clears throat> MLS guys that haven't come up yet, but they're, the, they follow a lot. Sometimes I'll chat with them. Um, I was, I, I mean, you know, you know who the person I used to talk to the most? Yeah, Mason Greenwood. I used oh, to talk. wow. Yeah, like literally after every game, I'd be like, hey, bro, you know, like, if he had a bad game, I'd be like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, we're still supporting. He would, dude, like literally like 10, like, uh, you know, again, it, it sucks what's what's happened. But like my yeah. interactions with him have always been really nice. He's nothing. He's, he's always been very nice to me. Um, And like every literally like 10 minutes after full time. Like he would reply to like my DM, like, like I'm like, dude, like you just walked off the pitch, and he'd be like, yo, thanks, bro. If he scores, I'm like posting the goal. I'm like, oh shit, because I was, you know, I was really, I mean, he was gonna be the next star of United. I mean, there's a case going on, so we'll see what the verdict is. But like the moment that hits, you know, my DMs are flooded with people be like, are you gonna say something about him? Are you gonna do something? about him? I'm like, guys, I don't know any information. Like, yeah. I don't want to, you know. Yes, there's a lot of evidence, but also you don't know. I'd rather just wait for an actual verdict um, to come out. So that's probably the the football player I talked to the most. Uh, I used to chat with uh, McTominay a lot. Um, played him in FIFA 18. Beat him, by the way. I beat Alfonso Davies in FIFA 18 as well. Long yeah. time ago. This is, this is when he was back in the Whitecaps. Uh, does not follow me now, so it's okay. It doesn't follow me in general. I don't think he he, he really remembers. But um, choose fingers worked a little bit better back then. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, FIFA, I FIFA know grinds still Alfonso like hard. Was that he grinds? Like, yeah, he grinds. Yeah, because I told I think I told this before. Like when they were here for the World Cup qualifiers in Edmonton, 
um, mm-hmm. like where we beat Mexico and uh, which was the other team we played, whatever it was. The Jamaica or something? Oh, yeah, whatever it was. But the, uh, in the place I work, like the hotel I work at, I don't give a shit. They, you have to like sometimes check rooms and stuff. And like I had to go through like the soccer players' rooms and like double check shit they had, whatever. And he had one of those like portable things. And I know he's yeah. like streaming from the games. And like these are like two of the biggest games for Canada in like the World Cup qualifiers. Um, in his hometown and stuff, but he was still grinding for sure. Still grinding. I mean, I guess that's how he lets loose. Um, but yeah, I played him like this is yeah, he was I mean, I I watched his first ever game, senior game in Whitecaps, he was like fifteen. And it was kind of crazy because like at that time, there was this other player that was kind of better than him that everybody kind of liked, Kikuda Mane. So oh, yeah, he was like him. Yeah, he was like the fuck he was like the Kikuda Mane was like the guy in Vancouver at the time. We're like, yo, this guy's going places. And then this 50-year-old kid comes on. We're just like, everyone says he's good. And we're just like, yeah, but he's not Kakuda Mane, right? And then, like, 15 minutes in, you're just like, yo, this guy's, like, better than Mane. What the hell is going like 15, on? 15, like, 10 years younger than half the people on the field. Yeah, and he's, like, running faster than everybody. Like, he's literally the fastest person on the pitch, and it makes no sense. Wait, is this guy actually, like, MLS? Like, the first matches were like, oh, he's MLS good. Then after, like, three, four matches, like, when it was, I think, the second season, we're just like, yo, this guy might be actually, like, good, good, like, European good. Like, what's going on? Like, every, like I was kind of, I remember watching so confused. I'm like, am I seeing, like, a future, like, European player? And then I remember there was one um, rumor that there was one game that uh, they were like, oh, scouts from Man United are at the game. And then that's when everybody kind of was like, oh, shit, like, this is real. Like, I think it was confirmed that Man United scouts were there. Of course, my team is United. I would have been really happy. Somehow they messed that up. Um, and I think then Bayern came. And then that's when everyone's like, dude, this guy's like, this could be like the best MLS. I think he's probably the best MLS product ever, considering that. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. If you think about it, like how big he is now and how much he's achieved, probably. Yeah. I'd- has to be. Well, he played in that MLS All-Star game, I remember, and he was yeah. mic'd up, and he went up yeah. to Alexandro and was like, dude, I use your card in FIFA. And, I, and Alexandro, I sure didn't even know what he said. I don't he's know. Like, what? like, he's like, eh. Like, didn't even say anything, but <laughs> it was pretty funny, too. Yeah, no, I mean, Davies, Davies could be a freaking marketing machine, like, because he's, like, the best of both worlds, because he's so young that he understands, like, the TikTok game, the yeah. cloud game, the streaming game. But he's actually, like, arguably in 2020 was the best player in his position. So, like, he's a freaking marketing, like, godsend for some brands that he could just – I think he could live off of, like, endorsements if he oh, keeps, yeah, like – he's, like, three, two, three more seasons, like, really good um, because he just gets it all. It's pretty dope. One of the things, too, which I completely forgot about was you signed for, like, Manchester United as – was it a content creator or what was um it was content creator, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like How did that whole thing go down. Oh, it was crazy. It was actually like a bit of um I wanna say it was a bit of luck, but so I do a lot of um I do a lot of FIFA esports hosting and I was signing I was gearing up to be part of the FIFA twenty season. This is like, you know, before obviously the pandemic was going on. So this is like twenty nineteen, September ish or October ish. Um, so I was getting ready for that, but, uh, unfortunately, you know, EA decided to go a different route and have some different uh, presenters for that. So I was kind of bummed, but I, I, at the time that I was negotiating with EA, uh, for the new season, I was in Miami for a different conference. It was called soccer X. It's like a soccer, you know, North American soccer convention. Okay. And I was there to host a panel for, um, this company, Avery Dennison, they make like the kit badges and numbers for like all the Premier League kits. And luckily, I think the CEO of media for Man United is an American guy. And he was in the crowd for that panel. And I remember on stage, I was like kind of talking about how I'm a big Man United fan. And then this guy just walks up to me. He's like, oh, hey, like I'm literally with Man United. And yeah, like you did a really good job. And I was like, oh, crap. I'm like, crazy thank you so much and like that was that he's like oh yeah maybe we'll like do some stuff together later i was like okay and then like a month or so later they hit me up and they're like um it was um i think no sorry it was like maybe the next year or something like that but i remember man united 
I had done something for Man United initially. I kind of got on the radar. So I was in Vancouver at the time. I was living in Vancouver. So right before the Soccer X thing, um, if we rewind a month, Man United hits me up right before my birthday. So it was like September 21st. And they were like, oh, you know, we've heard about you. Like, we're having a FIFA launch party for FIFA 19. Like, you want to, like, just come do some, like, videos for us real quick? That's fucking badass, dude. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, what? And they were like, oh, yeah, but, like, you basically have to get on a plane, like, in four hours. And I'm just like, I just woke up. I'm just like, it's 8 a.m. I'm just like. Yeah, let's do it. It was like that you night. You've seen that like Forrest Gump like meme where it just shows him running yeah, out. So I'm just like, yo, what? And I remember the dumbest thing I did was like I called my best friend because this is like I always call my best friend to like figure out like deals and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo, dude, should I do it? And he's like, are you a fucking idiot? Go right now. I'm like, okay. I hung up. He hung up on me. He's like, are you dumb? So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I got on a plane. Like, literally two hours after I wake up, fly straight to uh, – because it's, like, a 10-hour flight. So I get up, fly straight to London, get there, like, 6 p.m., 7 p.m. UK. Remember, the first person I saw going into the event was the troops from Arsenal Fan TV. Like, it was oh, literally yeah. outside. I'm like, oh, oh shit, troops. I was, like, freaking the hell out. <laughs> and then I go in. It's a FIFA launch party. I see, like – I think Delhi was there. I saw Zaha. Uh, and then, oh, the reason why they wanted me to go was because Rio Ferdinand – was going to be at the event. So they're like, oh, you want to play a game uh, a FIFA against Rio Ferdinand? And Rio's my favorite Premier League defender of all time. Um, so I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I don't think they even mentioned that, but they kind of mentioned that later on. So I go and play a game of uh, FIFA with Rio, uh, FIFA 18 or 19 or something. And I was like, yo, what the hell? I'm jet-lagged out of my mind, so I can barely talk to him. I was like, uh, I, I don't know how the video even was made because it was for his channels. And... When I'm jet lagged, I just I can barely like function. But like I'm, I'm I barely slept. I've flown for like ten hours straight. Get in there straight to work. Do a video with uh, Rio, and then I tell Man United that it's my birthday, and they're like, "Oh, it's your birthday." They take me out like they we literally. I mean, I guess I can say it's now, but we we literally like they take me to this like I guess it was like it turned into a club eventually. But they're like they bought me like champagne for my birthday and stuff like that. I'm just like, what the hell is going That's on? Nice. Like Damn. the team the team I've watched for like. 20 yeah. at the time 28 years is like i mean i i grew up in africa and i never thought i'd even go to old trafford let alone like the club is like buying me champagne for my birthday and like helping me celebrate my birthday so then that happened and then i go to the soccer x thing i run into the ceo of media he i think as he had heard about me so he's like oh yeah maybe we'll like have something to do and then um they were doing some fifa 19 tournaments like where uh you know the fifa players qualifier for the e premier league so like oh how about you guys how about you come to you know old trafford we'll make you our official esports presenter for fifa and then if there's any fifa tournaments you'll present for them so there was a one fifa tournament um that they would have the qualifiers and then the finals so they, they flew me to old trafford to host that and it was like a dream come true and then i was i went to nigeria for christmas that year and they announced me on the Instagram, but I was in my dad's hometown, which is like a small village, yeah. a small town. It had like no service. So like Man United literally posted me and I couldn't see it because I had like no service yeah. in like my dad's hometown. But then like all the Nigerians are just like, like, cause Nigerians are huge Premier League fans. I think they're like the Man United was telling me that they're their fourth or fifth biggest fan base. Damn. So I think maybe it was kind of strategic because like I think they were like, okay, actually he can help us like with Nigeria too. Um, and then you see the comments just all Nigerians just like spamming Nigerian flags, and I was like, oh shit! Like people <laughs> in Nigeria are actually proud that like I'm like the first Nigerian person that the club has ever announced because I don't think they've had really any like Nigerian-born players or Nigerian-represented players on their roster or like you know announced in any way. So I was the first Nigerian person to be announced by Manchester United. That's fucking sick. That's yeah, nuts. Sick. It's like you got then, scouted pretty much. Like, yeah, I got scouted and yeah. it, went, uh, it was amazing. They took such good care of me. But then the next year, it was supposed to be like a long-term thing. But then the next year, they uh, got sponsored by Pez. So it just had to uh, <laughs> oh, so I was like, God damn it. But, Jesus. All right. Let's transition out of the um, out of the, some of the FIFA stuff. 
We we talk about it. We haven't talked about it in a while on the podcast. There's there hasn't been much going on with it. Do you follow like the YouTube boxing stuff at all? Have you have you been to those events and shit? That or no? is the I most like you've random. Been. I, I feel never... like you've been, bro. And it's not random because I know you know KSI and I'm a, you've met yeah. Gib, so we can talk about this, you asshole. Okay, KSI. Honestly, K. You know what's crazy about the Cyberman KSI? They're probably the most normal YouTubers you ever meet. Like they're just like you know Buck and I did a thing with most of the the the, the side men. They're just so down to earth. They're just like yo, your guys are the fucking side men. They're just like chilling with you. Like anytime you see them, they'll remember you. They'll be like, oh yeah, what's going on? Like, they invite me to their place. Uh, you know, especially like uh, Toby's. Toby's amazing. Uh, Zerka. He's like the nicest you know, guy in the fucking world, dude. Well, Toby. Toby couldn't hurt a, hurt a fly, man. That guy is just so goddamn nice. Uh, we went to a game together once. And even KSI, like, uh, <laughs> the last time I actually saw KSI was in a German strip club. That's all I'll say. Like, years, like, five years ago, let's say. Um, and he was just, like, this was right before he was about to transition to music. He, like, he just started. Uh, I think he released, like, one song. And I was like, yeah, what's going on with you, man? He's like, oh, you know, because, we, you know, the EA Connection stuff. We used to fly him out to events. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just doing all right. Like, I'm going to music. I'm like, oh, how can we do that? He's like, oh, honestly, girls. I was like, well, he's like, yeah, girls just like musicians. Like, girls fall for you. Like, <laughs> like, you don't get, he's like, you don't get that laid if you're a YouTuber, but if you're a musician, like, girls go crazy for you. And I was like, that's a good point. And he's like, oh, yeah, my first album's coming out soon. I'm like, shit, awesome, man. Like, fucking do it. Like, this dude's doing incredible things. And then obviously, he goes on to the boxing stuff. And I mean, he's just a guy, he's just a hardworking kid. I mean, you know, he's a, he's got Nigerian parents. Nigerian parents make you work hard. And it's just, he's one of those people that, just sets his mind to stuff. It sets his mind to stuff, and he just gets it done. And that boxing thing, he just fucking dominated that. Did you go to either one of the events or no? No, but I will tell you a funny story. <clears throat> was it the? Uh, I guess it wasn't a KSI event. I guess it was when Logan Paul was fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that one. Yeah. So at that time, that was like during lockdown. So like, I was on Tinder that time, right? I was just swiping. I saw this girl. This girl was like bad as hell dude i was like jesus <laughs> christ and then you know when girls leave their ig like in the thing so like you go to ig i'm like jesus christ you're going bad as hell chibu's got his verified tick out dude ready to go on that I'm one trying, bro I'm come trying on something i'm trying something <laughs> well i didn't actually dm because <clears throat> i won't lie to you because people think like as soon as you have a verified account like oh it's just flood bro it's actually like it's a pain in the ass because it's like you might message like 30 people and like maybe like five reply and then you actually meet one and just the hassle of the whole thing of dming girls on ig is honestly not worth i barely do it it's very exhausting so i didn't even message her but like i remember i was showing my because you know i was showing my buddies like oh yo check out this girl but then i think we were outside outside my place it's like a park outside my my place and then as i'm showing her no joke dude she literally just like like rides her bike right in front of us i'm just like (laughs) i'm like what the fuck like i'm like dude that's her and then she sits down and she sits down like literally 10 feet from us i'm just like dude i guess that you know when people say oh manifest i'm like what the fuck i guess manifesting is real so she sits down you know i go up to talk to her i'm like you know i'm trying to spit something she was probably a lot younger than me i realized that probably like a let's just say um I was getting to high school when she was born, so that was probably a. Oh no! Oh Jesus! <laughs> so I didn't know that. Hey, 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 chill, AJ. AJ, nothing but a number. Um, but she was a lot. You know, she wasn't like a teenager. She was like twenty-one, and I was like what thirty-four at the time, let's say. Um, but anyway, I mean, if you've seen Toronto, Toronto really the nightlife in Toronto is literally just like run by forty and fifty-year-olds. They're dating like the twenty-year-old servers in the clubs because they own the clubs so that's Jesus. how Toronto. yeah that's that's literally toronto but so we're talking to her like i get it i you know obviously cleared the instagram for my search but then i add her on instagram i'm talking to her so like oh yeah let's get together so she's like oh yeah cool, cool cool so like i'm about to be like you know spit some more game like two days later and then i'm checking her stories some dude flew her out to the front row of the fucking logan paul Versus Floyd, Floyd Mayweather fight. I'm just oh, like, my oh my god, god, dude, some fucking exec guy. This guy was literally older than me. This guy was like literally mid forties. I'm telling you, this guy gray hair. Like I think he was the CEO of the company she was work she was freelancing for, and it was 
you know, COVID time and like Toronto had like the worst lockdown. I think we had the longest lockdown along with Australia. So like Toronto was down bad. So like a lot of the, you know, the hot girls, they just wanted somebody who could just like take them places. So this guy would just like take her to fucking Barbados. And I think the Floyd Mayweather fight was like Florida. So he's like, oh, yeah, let's just go to Florida. And just like he just flows, flies her down to Florida. They're like front row or like close to the front row. And I'm just like, well, I can't beat that. Like, and then they just stay out in Florida for like the rest of the summer. I just never see that. Jesus girl. Christ. And right now they're still dating right now. They're in like, they just live in Barbados just cause that's fucking insane. But yeah, dude, that that's how Toronto can be sometimes. You're literally competing with like the 40 and 50 year old dudes. They're just loaded. That's so insane. If, if you're like mid twenties, like you're kind, and you want like to date the best girls, like you're kind of out of luck. Which that's is kinda, fucking wild. Yeah, All right, we're going off of messaging now because we used to kind of talk about this stuff, like old vibes in the podcast before we brought people into it. Do you have a like worst drunk text that you've ever sent where like you've woken up after you're like, eh, like don't have to name names or anything. I have one so I can give you like a little I, bit I'm of- I'm sure you have one. I'm no, sure. no, no. This is, no, and it's worse than, I've not even told Zoo this story. It's worse than I think I've ever like done anything before. And it was literally like, Two months ago, or maybe a month ago, actually. All right. Wow. No, this is wow, but you're it's, it's just embarrassing. You're just gonna end up laughing at me. Um, I was in the middle of uh of like Minnesota with my girlfriend and her family, right? And we're a pre. What do you do in Minnesota? You just drink, bro. There's absolutely fuck all to do out there, right? Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram, and there was a bunch of rumors that Roberto Firmino was gonna leave Liverpool. And he's my favorite player in the entire <laughs> world, right? Like, I love him. So I woke up the next morning and I looked at, like, my DMs because I had a message from, like, whatever, you know, one of the buddies. And I look and it said Roberto Firmino. I'm like, fuck me. I did not drunk text Roberto Firmino or, like, drunk DM him on Instagram, right? And I'm like, for uh, two weeks, I refused to open the text. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm like, I'm not looking. Like, this is going to be so fucking cringy. But, yeah, I literally, I, I drunkenly texted him. I said, hey, like, you're, you're like, I, I, do you want me to read the message? It's really bad. Please, please, please read it. It's, let me How see. How crazy is this? My, it's pretty bad, dude. I'm not oh going to lie. God. Dude, I was like, I was so, I literally didn't look for two weeks because I just did not want to face the music. <laughs> I might have I deleted it. I was so oh embarrassed. Oh my God. No, I, didn't delete it. I didn't delete it. I didn't delete it. Oh, this is so cringy. And if anybody doesn't believe me, this is literally, I, I sent the message to him, dude. Um, I put a fucking heart too. Bro, Christ. I said, oh, been my favorite God. players for years on this team. You never care about personal stats, just winning. Have a great summer, man, with a red heart. That's what I sent to him. Honestly, that, that, that's wholesome. You know, yeah. because I don't know if you see those TikToks of uh, like uh, dudes' girlfriends laughing at them DMing footballers. Like, Yeah, bro, that's like, literally me. Like, I don't think they – I mean, I don't know if they understand. Like, it's like this player means so much to you. <laughs> like, I, I would do that – I'll do that with Ronaldo right now. I'll DM Ronaldo right now. I don't care. I'll DM him how I feel because these players have just like, I know we don't know them, but like they've just given us like the best memories. And like yeah. they've just like. Some of the happiest moments you'll experience in your life for sure. Ex- exactly. And you just want to like give them that energy to like help them, you know? Because for me, I'm, I always feel like I never, if it's a footballer I like, that I respect, I don't like to put out any negative tweets or IG stories about them. Like, I barely even put out anything negative about United. I mean, even though we've had, like, the worst season. But, like, I literally try as much as I can because I feel like if I, you know, obviously, we, as YouTubers, like, we see comments, right? And we know how it affects us. And I'm like, these football players, we want them to win for our club, but we're telling them dumb shit on Instagram that they might see. So I'm like, why would I say something negative to a person that I want to see win for my personal happiness. So if I say anything to footballs is like 98% of the time positive. And like, I always feel like me messing with Ronaldo. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to give positive energy to Ronaldo to help him get better. Like I firmly believe that it's like putting that out there is going to help. Um, all right, we're back. A little bit of technical difficulty is all these trucks driving behind zoo are knocking out his fucking wifi at this. Um, uh, <laughs> Hopefully he's still here with us. We'll find out. And we apologize about how tough this podcast episode is. But uh, Zoo, I told my drunk story about uh, messaging for me now. Do you have any like terrible ones at all? Or I guess just funny ones. <laughs> Bro, like honestly, the thing is that's sad. Is that um, 
my like drunk text wasn't like a text. It was a drunk like Snapchat story. Oh, it was, and it was like I was maybe. No, 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 no. I was like, it was like 16, like I was like 16 years old. So like one of the first times I ever got drunk, if not the first time. And like, bro, like crush on this girl instead of fucking texting her how I feel. I thought it'd be a great idea to post it on my main Snapchat story for everyone to see and be like, yo, like, why don't you like me, man? I'm like, I'm a oh nice guy. God. Like all this. Like, I'm not even kidding. Uh. I have a video still. Like it's gross, man. I was like, oh was, my god! I was like, oh, I was like you did so dirty, bro. And the next day, the next day, like, sh- I have a million responses to my story because there's like so many like stupid shit I was posting, and she swiped up on the one story of me saying talking about her, and she just put in lowercase, lol. I'm like, oh, yeah, finished. Yeah, that's GG, buddy. Finished. <laughs> you're, you're, you're finished. Yeah, it's, it's game over. I never got, I never got near. <laughs> it was bad, <laughs> but like, I guess it wasn't a text. But honestly, it's probably like, it's probably worse than a text. If 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 I say so myself. Wow. You imagine her telling this story to her friends, dude? Like from her perspective afterwards. Yeah, this one fucking psycho and all of his Snapchat story fucking bitch, and I didn't like him and shit, dude. So I responded lol so he wouldn't stalk yeah, me I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I hooked up with her in the, in the end. At one point, I did. So that's all that matters. I, oh, wow. I, did. Man, I succeeded hey, somehow that's a good com- that, That's the so. greatest comeback story. It's like ESPN 30 for 30. TSN turning point. That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you don't have one, it's okay. I I don't really – I'm not much of a texter. So, like – and when I'm drunk, I don't really text either. But I do – you know, let's just say I'm at, you know, certain festivals and, you know, I'm on something – a bit different than alcohol. That's okay. when that's what I I would text. You know, you know. Let's say, um, yeah, I'm at one of those festivals. I actually not into EDM, but like my best friends are, so they would take me to that. And let's just say you can't. I can't really enjoy any of those festivals sober because I, I think the music is just the same, the same it's beat. Fucking garbage. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Agree. Yeah, I don't like yeah. house. I don't like EDM. I don't like any of that garbage. But like, you know, somebody gives it a little something, and then it all makes sense. And then I'm like, whoa, this is all. This is beautiful music. And then when I'm, you know, when somebody gives me some of that, then I get the emotional text to like maybe like exes or like people I'm dating. And then, oh, no. you know, when uh, we always have this phase, like when it starts uh. to kick in, it's the, we call it the I love you, man. Because like we look at our boys, like we're, we all we all took one and we're like 30 minutes in where I was like, bro, I, bro, you're just a great. I just love you, man. Like, bro, like you're such a good <laughs> friend. I love you, man. So like fucked, I love you, man. You're kicking in. Everybody like get ready, you know. So that's probably the only time I've said like usually if I'm at like a festival like that, I'll delete all my messaging apps. I'll delete IG, Facebook Messenger. I'll hide the texting app and just not like text people because I'll just send like the most long ass emotional message. And like the last one I sent was like I was dating this girl at the time, but it was kind of like getting rocky. Like you know, it was the beginning of the end. Yeah, I, was, I sent her this one text. I'm like, oh my god, like you know. I'm just worried that you're so perfect and I can't really like, I'm just worried uh, that I'll lose you and stuff like that. So this is why I feel this way. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, looking back, if I saw that text, I would literally slap myself like Jesus Christ. Oh like, no. Get a grip. So that's probably the only one I've said. I don't, I don't really text a lot. That's fucking funny. All right. We've nearly held you for an hour. So we're going to, we're going to move on to the final question. You are somebody who has successfully gone from the corporate world to being a creator if you have any words of advice to the millions of people out there that are currently trying to do the same thing, um, what would you tell them? Um, make a plan. Um, that's what I did. Um, you just got to figure out a plan. I mean, I wouldn't go like some people just do it willy nilly and just like, no fucking I quit. But basically the way I looked at it was like, all right, I'm going to have as much saved, basically have as much saved so you can live off of it for a year. Because uh, Buck will probably know from experience, like the first year of content creation, you're probably going to be broke. Maybe the first two years, you're definitely going to be broke. Um, so I just made sure I had enough to live off of for one year. 
So I think that's the most important thing is that. And honestly, even sometimes, like, you know, I was, I, I, I never like working for people. I'm a bit stubborn, you know, uh, I don't like politics in the workplace. So that's why I always want to work for myself. But if I'm being real, like nine to five isn't horrible. It's just that you have to like use, know what the nine to five is for, and then use that to invest in other things. Let's say you don't want to be a content creator. You just want to be like invest in real estate. You want to invest in crypto and stocks. So, okay, use that money from your nine to five to do that. And just understand what your nine to five is. Don't like, it's hard to say, but like, don't get so married to the job. Just know that because dude, they could let go of you tomorrow. Like I've worked at places where like I see a, a, a workmate at nine fifteen, the guys let go at nine ten, and like, I just never saw him again. Um, so just know that they can fire you at any time. And that way you're not that loyal to them. Like you want to do the work, don't get me wrong, but don't give up your own opportunities just because man, I love this company because they will drop you in a second if they have to. Um, so you don't necessarily have to quit. You could actually try to especially in this day and age where there's a recession coming and we're probably in a recession right now, I would try to balance both your nine to five and your content at the same time. Just do your nine to five, come home, crank content. I do. I know this one guy, good game, bro, really good content creator. I think he was on Facebook as well around the time we were on Facebook, but I didn't realize this guy has two kids. He still works full time. He just does his content at night because it's like, that's what you're going to need to survive. And I think in this, day and age that we're coming into a recession, like, I mean, people are going to have to work two jobs, if I'm being honest with you. Um, for the most part, I think people are going to have to work two jobs. I think you're going to see a lot of content creators who are mid to small size work a job and go back to doing content. Um, and I think, like, you have to be above a certain threshold to be like, yeah, I can make it with just content. But don't... I, I know people say, like, burn the ship and just go do your thing. But, like, in this day and age, like, I would try to balance the two as much as you can until the point where you can notice, man, I'm getting enough from the content that it will pay and cover all my bills. Okay, that's when you can say, oh, I'm going all in. But I would try to balance the two as much as you can in this day and age. I could not agree more. I, I really, <laughs> really couldn't. Zoo, any final questions or thoughts? No, I was just going to say a happy Canada Day. Um <laughs> Good meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> Good meeting you. Uh, and I'm glad that you already know some of my family, you know. Uh, I'm going to text, yeah. I'm going to message Azuka now and be like, yo, you know this guy? Because this guy could be, this guy could yeah, be lying. Did, yeah. Act like he knows my family. You never know. But no. How many, how many, the, I don't know many Azukas, trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's very, a very, common, very common name at home, but not in Canada. Definitely That's not funny. in Canada. Exactly. All right. If you guys made it this far of the podcast, please leave a five-star rating. Obviously, go support Chew Boy until he's on his pension, all right? And we will uh, see you guys next time. Fuck you. <laughs>